Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, Commanders fans? Welcome into another episode of Believe in Commanders. Your 2-0 Commanders head back home to host the Buffalo Bills in a big week three matchup, and we are here to talk all about it. And our very own Anthony Armstrong, AAA, will be at the game, so we'll talk about that. But AAA, how are you doing? You are up in D.C. right now. Uh, I'm, I'm very jealous of you. I know this is going to be an awesome rocking crowd. How are you feeling heading into this weekend? I'm excited, man. I haven't been excited to go to a football game in ages. I haven't been to a football game in ages. And this is my first homecoming since high school, y'all. Um, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't been to not, not a one since at any level. And I'm excited to be back in the city for this one. Uh, down here in Georgetown, um, seeing the Washington Monument as you pull in. Uh, it, it gave me all the feels and all the chills of when I first made my way to D.C., um, to to join the team, so I'm excited, man. I, I'm excited for this everything, seeing all the guys and uh, getting to this game and, and interacting with the fans. Yeah, it's Legends Weekend. I think I saw 175 alumni, 125 alumni. I mean, that's just that's awesome, and it speaks to the the new vibe, the new era, this new chapter for the Washington Commanders. And it'd be extra sweet to end the weekend with a big win over the Buffalo Bills. So we'll talk about how the Commanders can do that. Uh, but AAA, tell them how they can uh, bet on this game and bet on some other games if they head on over to our friends at Bet Online. Yes, indeed. Bet Online is your number one place for all your sports betting needs. And they've got some casino games as well. We've got multiple, multiple topics. They've got golf, they've got baseball, they got basketball, they got cricket, they got esports. I mean, you name it. Combat sports, those are there too. And like I said, casino games as well. Um, and if you want to play the NFL lines, they got all of those games for you. The Washington Commanders are coming in as a home underdog, six and a half point underdog over there at Bet Online. Um, over under in that game is 43. So hey, you feeling froggy? You want to make some bets? Feel free to go over to Bet Online. Use our code Believe B L E A V. Give that fifty percent welcome bonus if you are a first time user. Um, I already took the over on the six and a half for the win, so that means I need one, two, three, four, five more wins from this Commanders team, and I win my couple dollars. But we're focusing on this game against these Bills, who like to break tables and whatnot. That's right. I, I said if the commanders somehow pull the upset, I am throwing both of my kids safely through a table to celebrate this one because this is a big <laughs> one. This is this this is a barometer for where this team is at. I mean, before we get into the X's and O's, I mean, Buffalo Bills have been the, you know top notch in the league. They've been knocking on the doorstep, and and you know I, I have to imagine a lot of people think that the Buffalo Bills our favorite to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Um, they had a tough week one loss to the Jets on Monday night in a crazy game. But then Josh Allen comes right back and just whoops up on the Raiders last week. I think kind of what you expect from the Buffalo Bills. But the Commanders, you know, an exciting come from behind uh, win last week on the road, selling out another home game in here in week three. This is a chance for them to kind of show that they belong and to show that, this isn't a fluke, and this isn't some feel-good story. This is just a really good football team. It really is. They're coming together, and and they are winning the games that, frankly, I feel like they would have lost in the past. It's mm -hmm. it, to be down twenty-one to three on the road. I feel like 
old teams, teams of the past would have just gone ahead and packed that thing up and said, hey, let's just make sure we make our flight and get back to Virginia safely. Um, and then that first game against Arizona, a pesky Arizona Cardinals team who gave the Giants a run for their money, they ended up beating that team. Now, yes, we would have wanted it to be a little bit more handily, but the key to this league is to get W's, stack yeah. them up. You learn lessons in each of these games that you go in and, and seeing how this team rallied together. The defense hunkered down and started really showing up. The offense got rolling. Uh, it shows you what these what this team is capable of doing, and it's one of those things that makes me wonder, what happens if they get a fast start? What happens if they show up and they put 21 on the board in the first quarter, in the first half? How does this team maintain? What do they grow and do? Uh, and I'm excited to see what that happens, if that happens throughout this year. Yeah, and you got to think that that starts to come with with the offense, especially starting to gel. We've seen Sam Powell, especially in the second half last week, start to get comfortable. I think the most fun thing from that that victory for me this week has been the national writers just posting clips of Sam Howe and how he caught some people's eyes. And I think that's just really exciting to see that maybe this guy is legit. And what better way and what better way to – to establish yourself and continue to put yourself on the map and go toe to toe with Josh Allen, who is arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, which the commanders are going to have their hands full with him on Sunday. So let's get down to it. What are your keys AAA to taking down these Buffalo bills, this team that just uh, when they put it together, like we saw last week can really be the top of the NFL. What do the commanders have to do? to uh, hopefully get maybe some of that week one version of the Buffalo Bills? Well, the commanders already know they're going up against a very tough team, a talented team that has success going deep into the playoffs on that AFC side. You're going up against one of the premier quarterbacks in this league, Josh Allen, big, tall, strong, fast. He can do it all. Uh, and you got Stefan Diggs. This is a homecoming game for him as well. You got to think he did go to point. Maryland. He's going to have his family in the stands. Um, his brother just tore his ACL. So he's going to be wanting to put on a performance for him as well uh, down there in Dallas. But, Ultimately, it's going to come down to playing football. And the first things first, we'll start with that quarterback. For me, you got to let Josh Allen be boring. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen. Okay. Let him be the quarterback of the last week against the Raiders. I saw a statistic that said Sam Howell and Josh Allen were fifth and sixth in the lowest yards per uh, completion in this season so far at like five and a half, six and a half yards per. I would rather Josh Allen stay in that area where he has to be patient and drop the, drop the ball off so there are no big plays. I don't want to see Stefan Diggs getting down the field, Gabe Davis getting down the field and giving our defenses, defense trouble. I want these guys to make Josh Allen be boring and run up and tackle because I think if you do that, he will give you an opportunity and they will take advantage of it. That's right. Yeah. A turnover would be key, as we saw in that week one matchup with the Jets. Uh, you, you have to think the Bills are kind of – trying to do what the, the Broncos did at the beginning of last the last game. They did take a couple of deep shots, but you have to think that Jack Del Rio and his bunch are, have been working on that and, and want to solidify that and especially know that, uh, you know, Josh Allen could arguably be the best deep ball thrower, just the cannon that he has. So, yeah, they, they can't afford to let those guys get behind them, keep them in front of them, allow your, your guys to come up and make plays and make solid stops like we've seen this team who's, uh, you know, I don't know if there's a metric out there, but it's definitely been better in years past. I feel like they're tackling better than they have. So, yeah, keep everything in front of you and keep them in front of the sticks and continue tackling the way you have been, and you might give yourself a, a better shot 
than if you, you you let those guys you know sneak behind you in any way. Yeah, and and you got to think that I feel like Josh Allen would want to push the ball downfield, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just it's in his nature, right? And and to to be able to drop the ball off and be you know play it slow and play a possession style, I think that's him actually playing outside of his normal. Uh, inclination of how you want to handle some things and and frankly we all go back to our we all go back to what we are our fundamentals at some point and i think he'll want to take a shot but uh the key is to make sure that you make sure that you take advantage of it and don't let them do those things early and often um what you got i was gonna say even if they do want to take a shot i'm hoping that this this front four that we kind of saw last week, kind of what they could become. I'm hoping that they get some 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 hits in on him, some shots in on him to make him rethink some of that, maybe get the ball out quicker, some errant throws, knowing that those guys are coming. I'm hoping that can play in their favor too. So, uh, you know, the, the, the secondary has played really well uh, for the most part. Uh, but if that that front four can get to him a little bit and rattle him and, and knock him around a little bit, maybe get him starting to force some things, I think they'd be in a, in a good scenario, though. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you are looking at probably the best offense that you've faced outside of your yeah. own uh, as a defense. And, and frankly, going up against your own offense is going to be beneficial in this, knowing that you have three receivers that you got to cover every single day. Uh, you're going to be dealing with a Stefan Diggs. Uh, you're dealing with a Dawson Knox, who actually may not be in the game. He hadn't practiced all week. Uh, but Dalton Kincaid, very talented rookie tight end. Gabe mm-hmm. Davis, big receiver who will take the top off, make some plays, one-on-one contested type thing. So, hey, BSG. Jay, I need you to show up. Okay, you you handled up against Cortland Sutton. Here's your matchup this week against Gabe Davis. So uh, th- you got you got some skills. And James Cook mm-hmm. is a guy who is very shifty. He can he can break a long run. He can take screens, and he will drop his shoulder on you too. So don't come up there thinking you're just gonna thud him out of bounds because he will run you over and put you on somebody's highlight reel. But we, we were kind of talking before we started recording, and I think Jamin Davis will be a huge part of this game for the Commanders. You mentioned uh, James Cook coming out of the backfield, what he can do, all that sort of stuff. And you got to imagine the linebackers will, will play a big part in covering him. Uh, but one of my keys was we know what Josh Allen can Allen can do with his arm, um, but we also know what he can do with with his legs. And I, I think the commanders need to limit the plays that he makes with his legs. If they have to force him to to get out and and to run, you got to limit those runs because those can change the game uh, for the Bills. And you can't let you know Josh Allen turn into prime vintage Cam Newton out there against you. Otherwise, you're going to be in for a long day. You know, I, I don't want to say let him beat you with his arm, but you can't also give him a you know another option with his his legs and uh, the way Jamin Davis played last week against Russell Wilson. I think he, he not only has a big uh, matchup against James cook out of the backfield, but also containing Josh Allen when he wants to try to break it. 52 is going to have his hands full and um, it, it's, it's a chance for him to continue to establish himself as well. Is the absolute truth. And my second key as we continue to talk about dominating this offense, going against this Buffalo offense, is I need to see this defensive line get a hold of Josh Allen. Like mm-hmm. I would love to see some sacks happen. And, and generally, this is going to happen. I mentioned he already is at, last week averaged one of the shortest you know yards per completion. So he's getting the ball out quickly, which will in turn negate a pass rush. But if you get you know some points on offense and you start to put these guys in you know 
second and long, third and long situations, you'll get those longer dropbacks. It will allow you to pin your ears back and rush this passer. Uh, Ten sacks coming in for this defense compared to three uh, for the Buffalo Bills. If, if you get a hold of this quarterback, if you can get back there and and really dictate to this offense how you want this game to be played, um, that, that'll make things a lot easier for Washington as well. So get out to this quarterback. You got to make some sack, get your hands up, knock some passes down. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think rattling him is key. And then on the flip side, you kind of mentioned it. Like, can you get a, a, an early lead? Can you jump out a, a little bit and, and get this crowd behind you, which they're they're I think they're they're waiting for it. I mean, that. I, I think the Cardinals game was a great environment, but the game didn't kind of shake out like you expected. You kind of wanted, you thought you were going to go out there and take an easy two touchdown, you know, victory when it, it kind of came down to to biting your nails. But can you jump out ahead of this team, give yourself some momentum going, and and see what you can do um, out there? So yeah, you know, knock, it, get a quick three and out if you're starting on defense. Then can you go down and put points on the board and start to put some pressure? on the bills and then maybe get josh allen firing some errant deep balls and maybe you're getting you know a, an easy pick down the field so yeah i think it all go kind of goes hand in hand i think the the offense need to needs to sustain some drives um i want to i want to ask you about the weather here in a second if that might kind of factor in too uh but yeah i think that getting some drives going but also hitting josh allen and kind of forcing him and giving him some looks that might be a little bit different kind of all plays hand in hand Wow, in this one it really will um you mentioned you mentioned the weather it is supposed to rain on yeah. saturday um and about a 40 percent chance of rain on sunday so that does take some field conditions into account you know is there going to be slippage is, how much passing do you do in those scenarios and, and frankly guys Coaches prepare for this stuff. They mm -hmm. what they'll do at practice is that they'll bring out, you know, a white bucket, a couple of buckets, fill them with water. And before every play, they dunk the ball in the bucket of water and then they snap it and then you go that way. So the ball gets heavy, it gets saturated, it's slick, and you get to work on that all throughout the week. So uh ideally that the weather doesn't become a, a major factor, but hey, you get to lean on a guy like Brian Robinson. Yes. You, know, you get to put him in position to, to run hard and keep the chains moving and, and stay in favorable positions. That's what I was going to bring up. I think that that is a I don't feel like I'm being a homer here. I feel like that puts an advantage for uh, the commanders. I mean, we know the Bills have Damian Harris and Latavius Murray, but uh, as far as a plotting strong running back that could really thrive in a a, a nasty sloppy game if it gets to that point i'm taking brian robinson the guy does not go down at first contact uh he he he'll he'll throw his shoulder into you if he has to uh, i think he enjoys the contact from what i've seen yeah. from him so you know i don't while that wouldn't be ideal and i'd love to see sam how you know have a kind of a clean time with with the game with the conditions and that sort of thing I'm not so sure that wouldn't be a bad thing for the commanders if it gets kind of sloppy, allow some of those linemen to get out in front, which they've done a really good job run blocking, and, and let Brian Robinson get get a full head of steam going. Yeah, I'm sure that that the offensive line would love to just pin those ears back and just get into mauler mode. Like Nick Gates. Nick Gates has this yes, attitude about it. Exactly. <laughs> like the tattoos and the long hair. And like if there's a a, a, a scuffle. 
here comes Nick Gates coming to clear some stuff out, yep. man. And I I love it. I think that you need to have at least one of those on your offensive line. You need to have a guy who's fitting to set the tone, who's going to defend your players. Um, and Nick Gates is that guy. Uh, and I think he works well with Sam Cosme. And and frankly, I kind of think that right side of the, of the line is probably slightly ahead, right? They're probably slightly mm-hmm. ahead. They're working well together. Uh, I like Sadiq Charles, his athleticism. Um, and, you know, I, I I just want Charles to Charles Leno to to be just a little bit more stout, a little bit more mm-hmm. stout. Um, but, you know, I think that things will come along. And once again, play calling can help sending them back over there to chip and things of that nature will help. But honestly, both of the tackles are kind of kind of points to pay attention to. But hey, coming in with three sacks from your opponent, hopefully they won't they won't they won't get rolling. Right. That's one thing I want to make sure that doesn't happen at yeah. Oliver and crew. Yeah, it's kind of like I feel like both teams kind of have to be feeling good about that. You know, uh, the the commanders have to be like, oh, they've only gotten three sacks that, you know, we might have a little bit easier of a time, not easier, but you know what I mean? You might have a little bit more success. But at the mm-hmm. same time, the Bills are probably like, man, those commanders have given up quite a few. I mean, what was it, six or seven the first week? I know three or four last week. So yeah. you kind of have to think that the Bills are coming in trying to get right. And I wonder if they can kind of neutralize some of that with the screen game that we saw be so effective last week. And and I think that that could be a key part to it. You have to think the Bills are looking out for that. We saw how effective it was last week. Um, but I'm hoping that Eric Bieniemy has a couple of tricks up his sleeve to stay a couple steps ahead, you know, whether it's a fake screen and, and take a shot or, you know, something like that to keep them off balance to where they can't really tee off on Sam Howe, which was one of your keys. You got to keep your quarterback up right and not let this team this defense get right in in this week three matchup yeah you're looking at a a, a talented defense i mean there are names across the board you start up front with ed oliver you got safeties jordan poyer you got micah hyde so those guys are patrolling the skies you got to make sure you're sound with the ball there don't forget your davius white is over there he's one of the top corners in this league um shoot you got matt milano's inside who just had this crazy interception where he snagged the football like over josh jacobs and like pulled it off of his chest. It was crazy. Um, and this guy, uh, Rousseau, he just keeps flashing on tape, 50. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's some guys that attack on that defense, and you do not want them to get started. My ideal my ideal start to the game, and I know we've kind of been over this before in, in previous game. my ideal start, at least for the offense, it may not be just going down and scoring, but it's at least getting one, maybe two first downs uh-huh. just to start, start out. Because if you're thinking – if it's going to be wet, if it's going to be sloppy, I want to play the field position game too. I want to take that into account. Try to get, you know, a couple first downs. And if you have to punt it, that's fine because you believe in Tressway, stick those guys inside of the five, inside of the 10. Now your defense can hunker down. And once you get the ball back, now you're that much closer to the 50, right? So if you can shorten your field by playing the field position game and and, and this offense actually finding some success, because it seems like you're going to get a chance to move the ball. You know, you, you, they shouldn't create a whole bunch of negative plays from, from the Buffalo defense. You should get a chance to move this ball. Um, but you got to keep it because there's guys mm-hmm. over there that will take it from you. Um, and 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 we need this special teams unit to to operate on full capacity. I need Cheese Man, uh, Cameron Cheeseman, to to really show up and be his highest form of cheese. I need him to be yeah. the best block of Gouda that he got. Yeah, right? right. just just come out there and be that high dollar ass cheese, some brie or something like that, man. 
and then have a good day. Yeah. You hope that he was inspired or motivated by the fact that they brought in, I think it was like four or five long snappers and they're sticking with him right now and go prove them right. Go, go have a fantastic game and go lay a hit on somebody too, on a punt return to just to add a little like cherry on top. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The special teams has to be on point and yeah, you're right in a sloppy game. Tressway could absolutely change the game with a punt inside the, you know, the five, obviously you want to move the football, but you're absolutely right. I think taking some time off the clock, making Josh Allen sit a little bit will be huge for uh, both the defense and the offense. Maybe get him out of rhythm. We talked, we've talked about this before in this big game against a team that you are an underdog against, against a team that is heavily favored against you, what are you doing if you you win the toss? What is is this is this a game where you might try to take it and and start with your offense on the field? What what are you doing, Coach AAA? Should you win the toss? You know, I think I would go with the offense first. Yeah, I think maybe the the common theme is to defer to the second half and let the defense get things started, but. Looking back at last week, how Denver was able to have some early success Mm -hmm. um, and then comparatively looking at how Buffalo kind of just slowly kept trolling, uh, trolling, but rolling and then building up momentum and put up a lot of points. I don't want those guys to get started early. I want our I want our offense to show up and move the ball and do it. Like I just said, get a couple first downs. and If you get a touchdown, that's great. Put the pressure on Josh Allen. Make him Mm -hmm. want to force the ball into bad plays and bad situations because that's going to be good things for Washington. So for me. Uh, lead with the offense. I like how you said it, but lead with that offense and trust in your guys. Um, hand the ball off, get behind Sam Cosme and crew. Let those guys push that defensive line and and just make the game easier on your quarterback. That was that's what I would want to see. What about yeah. you? You think offense first? Yeah, me too. I want to get those that defense on their heels. I want to show them a couple different looks on that opening drive. Kind of, I, I know everybody talks about scripted plays and maybe throw your best ten plays to start and try to get them on their heels. Uh, we we talked about it. I mean, there's nothing wrong this this team sometimes, and I think it's maybe the last step to, for them to be successful. But they need to ride some momentum. I mean, you have a big momentum, a huge win last week. You know, you held on at the end, but you came back from down 21-3. Can you ride that into a home opener? It feels like for for so long they they've they've just kind of like gone week to week where it's been like, yeah, we had a big week win last week. And then it was back to square one. It's like, it's okay to start at square two and square three. Can you go out there? Can you keep your confidence up with, with your young quarterback? Can he throw it around a little bit to, and, and get you an early lead? I would love to see that, you know, and maybe, maybe the, the data and, and, you know, the scenarios tell you not to do that, but maybe you go off, uh, you know, go off script a little bit in that regard and, and, and maybe get the crowd again behind you. I, I would love to see that. And I would love to see this, this defense, the, the Bills defense be on their heels a little bit, because I think that they probably are thinking this could be a get right game for them, uh, but don't let it be. Yeah. You don't let these guys get on track, right? Yeah. They're, they're, you know, obviously lost to the Jets in week one, Coming off of a win against the Raiders, you know, Buffalo wants to wants to keep their their momentum rolling too. But I've been telling everybody, the DMV and this Washington team and the Commanders Nation have been rolling since July. Yeah, they're still riding high. The energy is still high. And you know, on paper, this is probably the toughest matchup. It's the most even matchup. 
Um, I think prestige wise as of late, that's why they give the, the, the edge to Buffalo, but don't sleep on it. I think mm-hmm. that six and a half is probably too much. Um, if, if both of these teams are, you know, playing their top game, I, th- I think that six and a half is too much, but the defense for Washington has been slightly more dominating throughout the season. And I think that that will put them over the edge. So I think that they can win by about three. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I really think that they, they do have a shot at this. I hope they take it personally that they're favored. I mean, they're, they're an underdog by almost a touchdown at home and arguably, uh, you know, the biggest, uh, you know, biggest moments so far in the season, obviously. Um, so yeah, I hope they take it to take it personally and they go out there and put on a show. Um, let me ask you this real quick and an X factor. Should the commanders come out victorious? We're, we're talking victory Monday. Who is a guy that that made a play that that switched the game, whether it be offense or defense? Who who do you think is is uh, in, in the headline there that 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 made the play to win the game? Man, it's somebody on defense. It's either going to be uh, the new one three Emmanuel Forbes getting an interception, or give me Derek Forrest Ooh, making an okay. interception. Okay, because I think you're going to catch you could catch Josh Allen with a you know taking a deep threat, taking a deep throw. You know, forcing something downfield to Stefan Diggs, and you get a little, you know, tip drill interception going to 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 for uh, to Forrest, I should say, and then maybe Forbes breaks on something uh, because he's got that skill set in him. So I think one of those young guys will get their hands on the football, which will be something that can turn the tide, give Sam Howell and his offense a chance to drive back down uh, and, and put the ball in the end zone. What do you think? Uh, I think a uh, sleeping beast was awoken last week by the number nine nine. I think Chase Young makes a, a strip sack. Uh, maybe the Commanders take a late lead and they're having to hold on like they. It feels like they always have to do, and he comes up with a big strip sack of Josh Allen. But I think that you know it was one game and it was great to see him back and you hope that he can continue the success but i really think he's one of those guys that does feed on the momentum and him coming home playing in his first you know meaningful home game in a, in a long time whoo man it would be sweet to see him get a big strip sack or a, you know tip a pass to himself for an intercept i i think 99 makes a, a big play in this one that that could potentially change the change the tide of the game I'm all for it, man. If I see him pregame, I'm going to relay the mess. I'm going to say, Brian yeah. says, yeah. you, sir, are going to have a day. So let's have a day, right? So yeah. a high bet. That's a bet. That's yeah. a bet. I, I love got it. it, man. Well, you, you have to tell us all about the game and what goes on. Uh, enjoy your time with all your teammates. I can't wait to see all the, the awesome stuff that's going on this weekend. So, uh, again, I'm so jealous that that environment is going to be crazy. But enjoy every second of it. Um, if you guys are at the game and you're listening to this, uh, go say hey to Anthony. Um, go and tell us how the, the vibes are in the stands. Because I, I think that it's going to be uh, that Cardinals game times 10. And it's going to be some fun out there. Uh, at FedEx. Yeah, hit us up on uh, on X at Believe Commanders. Let me know where the tailgates are at. Let mm. me know. Because I'm telling you, Brian, I've there are a lot of experiences that come with game day that I've never experienced or sure. very rarely experienced. And one of them is tailgating, like pregame tailgating. I've, I've never been able to participate uh, in an NFL pregame t- uh, tailgate. So I, we will we will on Sunday. We yeah. went on Sunday. I seen some of y'all posts. Now I'm coming hungry and I'm going to show up hungry. <laughs> 
and Thursday too. So take care of your boy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Make sure you hit us up on Believe in Commanders at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And then you can listen and watch and uh, stream us all season long at TuneIn Radio, Sirius XM, Stadium, all our favorite streaming, all your favorite streaming platforms as so, well. And if you're feeling you're feeling good like we kind of are right now maybe we're we're kind of eating some of the home cooking but you can always head on over to bet online and put a little wager down on the washington sure commanders sure you can use that code believe b-l-e-a-v get that 50 percent welcome bonus that's for my new folks okay so if you hey i'll tell you this if you've been listening to us for a while i appreciate y'all if this is your first time listening to us I appreciate you as well. Come back now. Don't let this be your last time. Do not let this be your last time. But, hey, we're going to get up out of here. Big day coming up tomorrow. A lot of action. I'm going to see if I can catch some of my uh, former teammates and get some footage with them and and see where we can post those things. But uh, Brian Murphy, I'm Anthony Armstrong. This is Believe in Commanders. Y'all set the standard. Be good. And we'll see you guys after the game. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.